What's up, everyone? The time has come for us to start the first epistle to Timothy in our New Testament reading schedule. So I'm going to give y'all a preview of what is to come over the next several days of the reading challenge. For starters, this book, like many others in the New Testament, is written by none other than the Apostle Paul. Obviously, Paul addresses this book to Timothy, but as all scripture does, it applies to us directly today, too. Timothy was an important piece to Paul's ministry being spread through the early church. Paul mentions Timothy in several other books. He often sent Timothy to, in his place when he couldn't make it himself. Paul and Timothy first met each other in Acts 16 in Lystra during Paul's first missionary journey through the region. And on Paul's second round through the area, he decided to take Timothy with him. At the time Paul wrote this book, Timothy was in Ephesus, standing firm for the truth. Timothy was a young man, probably not much older than a college student, or at least around that age. As this epistle unfolds, you can see that Paul is giving counsel and wisdom to Timothy concerning how things need to be conducted in the church, as well as encouraging Timothy personally in his faith. This book was written in approximately AD 65. This would most likely have been after Paul's first imprisonment in Rome. It was most likely writing from the region of Macedonia, which is today, today's northern Greece and southern Bulgaria. 1 Timothy is comprised of six chapters, with 113 total verses and 2,269 words. If you were to read it straight through without stopping, you could finish it in about 15 minutes. However, I wouldn't suggest doing that because there are so many awesome verses that are worth slowing down to pray over and consider. 1 Timothy is also the 54th book in the Bible the 15th of the New Testament, it is the 10th of the 21 epistles, and the 11th of Paul's 13 books. And only 12 books are left to complete after 1 Timothy, so the finish line is starting to come to view a little bit for us for a reading challenge. To summarize this book a little further, it is important to realize that there were different things creeping their way into the church that was causing some of the believers to become sidetracked from their faith in Christ Jesus. These things were leading to all kinds of problems in the church as an apostle, it was Paul's job to correct and redirect his spiritual children back on the right path. In this case, however, young Timothy was the one who had to be strong and give instruction and correction to the church, even though many he had to confront were probably older than him. Therefore, Paul strengthened Timothy directly along with giving him guidance for the church as a whole. With that in mind, let's take a look at some key verses throughout the book. In chapter 1, Paul reminds Timothy of the dangers of different teachings other than that of the apostles. Verse 3 of chapter 1 says, Even as I exhorted you, when I was going into Macedonia to remain in Ephesus in order that you might charge certain ones not to teach different things. When other things get in the way of God's word, it becomes a big problem for us as believers. The word is our foundation. It's what keeps us on track. It's healthy for us. This is further explained in verse 4 through 10 of chapter 1. What we are in as believers is truly a warfare. A warfare between God and his enemy Satan. Paul encourages Timothy to keep fighting for the faith in verse 18 later on in chapter 1, which says, This, this charge I entrust to you, Timothy my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. In verse 19, holding faith in a good conscience, by rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith. And we're still fighting this today. We're in this warfare. And if we want to stay in the fight, according to this verse, our conscience is key. Individual person is important in the church. We all have some responsibility to keep ourselves focused on God 
and strengthen our faith. But we are ultimately stronger together. We need to rely on one another. This is why Paul emphasizes how we conduct ourselves throughout this book. And in chapter 3, Paul tells us in verse 15, But if I delay, I write that you may know how one ought to conduct himself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and base of the truth. How we conduct ourselves day in and day out has an impact on the house of God, the church. The house of God includes all of God's family, all of those who have believed into Christ. As a matter of fact, we can't let our age be an excuse. You all are in college right now, and it may seem like you don't play much of a role when it comes to the things of the faith or the church. But Paul tells us Timothy, who is a young man himself, in verse 12 of chapter 4, Let no one despise your youth, but be a pattern to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman or a senior. You can set a pattern for others to follow in how we live our how we live our lives as Christians, because we all need to progress in our walk with Christ. And in chapter six, Paul gives some final wise words to Timothy for him to hold on to and live by. In verse eleven, he says, "But you, O man of God, flee these things, and these things are not according to godliness, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, meekness." He continues in twelve. Fight the good fight of the faith, lay hold of the eternal life, to which you were called and have confessed the good confession before many witnesses. And in verse 20 he also says to guard the good deposit, meaning the things Timothy has received, the healthy words and teaching from Paul that was for Timothy, the church, and even for us right now today. When we read this book, we need to consider how all of these things apply to our Christian walk right now. If we do this, then I think we can all find ways to strengthen our faith, the faith of those around us, and ultimately contribute to the church of the living God. Thanks for listening and enjoy this book.